Hey, what's up? My name is Matt Dietz, and this is the Agency Launch Podcast. I am an active 17-year insurance agency owner, and I run a different shop than many of my peers. Uh, I run, I've got 4,300 policies, and I have two staff members, and I have already made all the mistakes for you. So this podcast is to share with you all that I know. I come in and I record things as I think about them. I come in and I record things as they happen in my agency. And anything that I can think of that will help you, I come in and I share it. So I talk about sales and marketing and staffing and retention and everything that I know works in an agency like this. So I appreciate you listening and let's get on with it. Hey, what's up? All right. So I wanted to talk about a project that I worked on over the past couple of weeks that occupied a lot of my time. And uh, I just want to walk you through kind of what happened. I got a referral from a client, a good client, and he sent something over. He's like, hey, we're buying this building. It's a lessor's risk. So he's going to buy the building and there's going to be tenants inside. You know, I need insurance for it. We close on the 23rd. Cool. Of course, this is what we work for, right? So I uh, look up the building and I actually know what building it is. It's here in town in Boise. And I look inside of the building and I'm like, all right, what do we got in here? Well, there's a bail bonds shop. There is a aquarium there's a bookstore and there's a gymnastic studio so and this thing's built in 1976 so while i like writing you know uh, lessor risks they should be right in our wheelhouse there are some red flags immediately that came up because the way this works is if with many companies if they would not insure the building uh, or the business inside they're not going to write the building Okay, and I learned that many years ago. So for with my company that I'm with, I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no way in hell we're going to write this because I know that we are conservative and we are not going to be happy with a gymnastics studio because if something bad happens inside of any of these businesses, you know, the lawyers sue everybody, including the business owner. So if you have a little gymnast that breaks her back, and, you know, they want to blame the building owner because of maintenance issues and the mat slipped because there was a leak. You know, the likelihood of that happening is, is slim, but you know what? It probably happened once and then the whole industry, you know, gets twitchy and then it changes. These things, you know, millions of dollars are at risk for stuff like this. So, so there are companies that the more conservative companies or the preferred companies or the admitted companies, whatever word you want to use, you know, are more conservative and they will not do that. The bail bonds thing, the aquarium, yummy, you know, there's probably a million gallons of water in there or something like that. So, so I go and get the decline from my company immediately. It took about seven seconds. Okay. Then I went to a brokerage that I work with. I'm trying to consolidate all my outside business into one place. So I got appointed with another brokerage who has access to uh, other admitted carriers. And so I, this is new for me. This is a new brokerage. So I call some of the resources that I have. I say, hey, where would you place this? And they said, well, we would place it here or here. Or So they gave me four 
admitted carriers to go through. I'm like, okay, cool. So we applied all of them. They all declined. They all declined because of the aquarium and the gymnastics studio. They're like, we're not going to write this because of what's inside. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, well, what's what's the problem here? So then we go to so we start going to some non-admitted carriers, you know, the non-preferred ones, the one that will write more risky stuff. And uh, one of the questions that we got was, you know, when was the when was the building updated? Plumbing, HVAC, uh, wiring, yeah, electrical and roof. So we got to find that out. And that took some heavy lifting too. I mean, not really, but, you know, I called the gal that is putting this thing together. And I was like, I need to know when the wiring and the plumbing were updated. And she's like, well, I'm not sure. So while we're getting declines all over town, I'm trying to figure out when the wiring and plumbing wasn't. She, she's not getting that information for me. And so, um, so I go ahead and start doing some research. And I reach out to the realtor on the other side who's selling it. And I said, hey, I need to know when the wiring and plumbing is because it makes a difference. You know, 55-year-old plumbing and wiring is a problem for a well, 45-year-old plumbing and wiring is a problem for insurance companies. These guys may pay a higher rate. And he connects me to the property manager. And so I connect with the property manager and she helps me out. Eventually what ends up happening is she gets me access to the mechanical room. And so we run out there and there are ways that you can find out when this stuff was updated or built in. Okay. So you can actually just go to the, you know, fuse box and those are usually stamps or there are stickers that say when these things were installed and when they were updated. And did you know that every pipe that was ever put in a building, each, each pipe has a date stamped on it. Like copper pipes have a date stamped on it, you know? And so you can go and you can find this stuff out, you know, get your hands dirty, get out there, figure this stuff out. (laughs) And so we did, and we took a bunch of pictures. And so we end up submitting it, all this stuff in. We're like, okay, yes, this stuff was updated in 2011. So we get that to our non-admitted carriers and we're starting to get down to the wire. Okay. And, I am starting to get kind of twitchy because the first quote I got back that was declined, you know, was $15,000. I got another one that came back with these admitted carriers. These are admitted carriers now uh, for $10,000. I had a 15 and a 10, but they both were declined once they had a human being's hands. So I'm like, this thing's going to be over 20, you know, easy. Now I'm talking to the guy who's buying this building and he's like, the current policy on this is... $6,300. $6,300. And that's what they're basing the loan on, I'm sure, and the payments and all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, 6300 bucks. When I did talk to the property manager, and I'm asking her all these questions, I said, you know, we got bids that were like 15 and 10, like this thing might cost $20,000. She goes, she goes, we just, we just reinsured this building. We just, we just shopped our insurance like two or three years ago and we got this for like 6,300 bucks. So now I'm starting to pull my hair out. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I know, I know there's a carrier out there that's going to do this for under 10. I have, when you're, when you're pushing this stuff through, you know, brokerages and non-admitted carriers and stuff like that, they have access to like a dozen, 15, 20 companies. So I'm, I've been declined by like, you know, 10 companies and I'm, I might get offers from like two or three. 
and uh, and not admitted carriers are, are incredibly well, they're just they're they're a lot more expensive so so i do i get a bid on friday this thing closes monday right i get a bid friday for $36,000 and I am losing my mind. I'm like, I cannot put this number in front of this guy. Like I can't put a 30. He's expecting it to be six or seven. And so I call the underwriter and I'm like, Jenny, what the hell? (laughs) Why is this $36,000? They're paying $6,000 for this right now. She said, I guess I could say this is something that I learned, but I don't, but the way the story ends now I'm questioning if I learned it or not. But when I was talking to her, she's like, look, Matt, she's like this risk in our entire industry is getting harder to place. The companies are becoming more scared. Um, the peop- the underwriting requirements are getting a lot more tighter with fire lines changing. Um, companies aren't liking these risks and they're charging a lot more and there's a lot to it. I mean, you could talk about, you know, inflation, building costs, catastrophic, you know, fires that are taking out entire towns, tornadoes, hurricanes, all of these things that have happened in our country over the last 10 years are finally starting to affect something like this. So, oh my God, maybe this is the way it is. Maybe the entire industry is changing right in front of me, which it is this it didn't used to be this hard to, to place a freaking building like this, right? And so I end up calling a buddy of mine who you may know. I've interviewed him on the show before. His name is Colin. I'm like, Colin, I need your help. He's like, dude, what do you need? And so I call him and I'm like, I got a building. This is all, this, I've done all the work for you. I'm like, here's everything I got. Here's what's in it. Here are pictures. Here's everything. He's like, all right, hang on. Let me Let me check. So he quotes it up in like, you know, 15 seconds in his system, just using, you know, some basic information. He's like, all right, if I can get this approved, it's going to be 6,700 bucks. And worst case scenario, it's going to be 73, but I got to get it through. He goes, I think the aquarium and the gymnastics studio might be a problem, but let me call you back. So he gets on the phone with an underwriter. The underwriter's like, all right, the only problem we're going to have is the aquarium. Let me, let me see if I can get this aquarium approved. I'll call you back. So we waited day and I I hit Colin up in the morning because like it's closing. And he goes, he's like, dude, my guy's not calling me back. So I went over his head and, and I got a message and I'm trying to get it approved. I'm like, okay. What ends up happening is, is the guy that he talked to originally was going to decline it. And Colin went over his head and he said, and he got somebody, he got, he got another underwriter to approve it. He's like, as long as I have an approval and an underwriter's number, I can issue it. He goes, and that's what I did. And so we did it. We got it approved. And he even got it in at the 6700 bucks. So, you know, what did I learn from this? I, I don't even, I'm not even sure. Okay. I have learned that, that risks like this are harder to place. And I knew early in this process that I was going to, that there was going to be a company that was going to take this thing. But I would say back five or six years ago, we probably would have had five or six companies that would take this. And I went through probably 15 to 18 and we end up, we on, we wound up finding one. This is why relationships on the ground in your town with other qualified professionals are so important. Honestly, at the point, of course I would have liked to write this business. 
of course, I would have loved to write a $36,000 policy, but I knew that we were going to find it somewhere differently or different, and uh, we found it with a preferred freaking carrier, too, which was it, was, it was a frustrating experience, but I was glad that I was able to do right by my client. Um, I was communicating with my client the whole time. You know, every day or every other day, I was like, we got to decline. We got to decline. Here's what we're running up against. You know, these are the businesses inside and preferred carriers don't like that. You know, the wiring and plumbing is important. These are things that insurance companies are worried about. And so I'm communicating this with my client throughout the process so they understand what's going on. Because this took like 10 days and I don't want them to think that I'm not doing anything along the way. I'm working my tail off trying to get this thing insured for them. So I want them to understand what the work I'm doing on the ground for them and that we wound up finding a good price for them with the right coverage. And so I hope that they understand, you know, what we went through to get that and that I'm not going to get paid for it, which is fine. Like I want him to appreciate the work that was done so that next time he needs something, you know, he's going to come to me and he's going to trust that we're going to find the right product for him with the right coverage with the fair price. So it was a lot. Uh, It was a big project. And every day, like this thing moved glacially slow. Um, And we were given about 12 days to get it done. And we got it done on the 11th day, thanks to some help from Colin. So Colin, thank you for bailing me out on this. And uh, it was a really interesting experience. So this was just something I wanted to share with you about kind of what commercial can look like and what looks like a simple risk can be a lot of work. And uh, at the end of the day, we just want to make sure that we're doing right by our client. And again, I was pretty bummed that we weren't able to place it. I was pretty frustrated with, with how, how tight some of the carriers are getting, but I think that's kind of the way the industry is trending. So I just wanted to share that thought with you and uh, I was proud to get it done and there you go so my name's Matt this is agency launch you can find me all over the place you can find me at on LinkedIn you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Deets Agency don't forget uh, agencylaunch.net is the master class for you to learn everything that I know about running an insurance agency so check that out and I just really appreciate you listening also don't forget podcast is the code word for if you want to get 10% off of anything at agencylaunch.net so type that in Thank you so much and keep up the good work.